Sunflower Podcast is your go-to podcast for entrepreneurship and business strategy. This is the Sunflower Podcast. Welcome to Sunflower Podcast. My name is Andrew Olson, your co-host, with, and I'm here today with Rob Ryan. Hello, Andrew. Well, Rob, you know, in our last episode, um, we really took a deep dive into core competencies, which is really the foundational step in Sunflower model. Um, so I think, you know, building upon that, uh, in this episode, I think it'd be great to talk about the petals of Sunflower, which are, you know, a company's products or services. Uh, so starting there, you know, what is your philosophy behind ideating products for Sunflower? So <clears throat> the philosophy for innovation and ideation to me involves a number of steps. So first, the first step is the people itself. Uh, who are in the room. We haven't talked about that, but let me mention it. Um, that's critical, right? Um, who's in the room? Do they represent a knowledge base that would even be able to find and understand what the core competencies of your company are? Uh, I hope so. When, when we did our uh, analyses for that for Ascend, we had representation in the room from every functional area, marketing, sales, engineering, manufacturing, finance, <clears throat> finance. And so we basically had the people that not necessarily had titles. Um, I'm, it doesn't mean you have to have vice presidents. It means that you have to have the knowledgeable entity. If that knowledgeable entity is somewhere deep in the bowels of your company, then you ought to be able to you should find that person because that's the key per, key people to be in a sunflower session. So, okay, so we've done, we have the people, we've got a first stab at the core competencies. We've kind of vetted them and we think we have a class of competencies that we can uh, enjoy. Well, the, the first thing uh, when you're doing the ideation is what, what exactly are we talking about? Does the ideation have to be an invention or an algorithm or, or product, or can it be just the whole industry? In other words, uh, very, um, and the answer is yes, it can be all of those things. You can actually put down, you know, uh, an ideation, if you will, that is algorithmic in nature or very, very specific product in, in nature. Or you could just say, as we did, uh, we believe our core competencies play in these industries. And one of the industries we put down uh, was the internet infrastructure world. Another was the video, room video communications world. And so we, we, we kept the, uh, ideations, if you will, at a very gross level, at a very high level, because frankly, we hadn't got a clue what product we needed to build, if any, in, for example, the internet infrastructure. All we were saying by saying that our competencies seemed to be uh, reasonable is that that world, the internet infrastructure world, used a lot of wide area networking, a lot of digital dialing into that, into that world. It was a requirement. Um, it was fundamental to that world. 
And so therefore it was on our list. So we, we were putting down just, if you will, worlds that might enjoy our competencies. You might have something more specific in mind and you and literally say this product, you know, this exact product. Um, each team is different and you can mix and match. You can, you can mix and match them, if you will, on the list that you're going to, to build. So with, with the team, does it matter how many individuals are in the room ideating with you? I mean, is there an ideal number? Can it be two? Can it be, you know, 50? Is there an ideal number, do you think, that is really productive uh, working together? Yeah, I think there is. Um, so let me take some of the extremes. You know, one, yeah, you can do this by yourself. Um, but if you're doing it by this yourself, you're only gathering the wisdom that you possess. Um, the other extreme is 50. If you have 50 people in a room, auditorium or whatever, or a Zoom session, then is that possible? Yep, it's possible. It's fairly uh, unwieldy. It's difficult to control because as, as you're going to see the participation of the members in the room is required. It, there are no passive members in the room. Uh, there's no passivity in the room. Uh, everybody in the room uh, gets a chance to, to tell us and answer questions and it's not optional. Uh, if somebody is just wanting to sit and observe then they're not in there. Um, so I tend to look for six or less. So six, so some two or three up to six, you know, is a real nice number that you can you can manage and intern interact with and also get their wisdom. In other words, sunflower is a process or a model by which you're extracting their wisdom out of their head. Ultimately, the the business owners, the startup people know their business or should a lot better than any outsider could. So when I was working with a team, there's no way I could know more about their content uh, and their business than they. But the, I was bringing to the table when I worked with them is a different way to look at things and to examine it and diagnose it than they had ever seen. Um, so I guided them, if you will, mentored them in that, in that role. Now, team members, they don't need to be just, you know, executives of a company. It could be, you know, low-level decision makers. You know, should you have a diverse set of uh, people within the company or should you just have, you know, high-level executives making these ideating decisions? I think you need a diverse set. Um, I think you need a diverse set. And when, when anybody is in a sunflower session, they're equal. Um, in other words, if you had the CEO or the president in that session, and you had one of the senior engineers and one of the senior marketing people, they are equal. And in that setting, their vote is as powerful a vote as the CEO's vote. If that's not the case, then the whole thing gets corrupted and it boils down to the 
doing what the CEO wants you to do, in which case you're not ideating, you're just, a, you know, you're, you're not mining the wisdom of the crowd any longer, you're just mining his wisdom or her wisdom, which right. in general is limited. Right. So when a company is ideating, should they be taking their competitors into, uh, you know, their competitor's product into consideration when they're, you know, trying to figure out their own products and how to, you know, top their competitors? Yeah. So again, another fine question. There are a couple of um, ways of answering the competition question. One way is when you're ideating and put putting down your opportunities and the team is doing that, one of the steps after you make that long list is building a whole list of criteria. The criteria are the ways that you're going to measure whether one thing is better than another. And how that measurement is done is through a voting pro process. Um, you know, in those criteria, frequently teams put all sorts of statements on competition. Um, they end the competition, uh, re reflection on the competition is reflected in, in, the, in the criteria. It's also reflected, if you will, in the products because you're not going to necessarily name uh, product ideas that are exact copies of something that's already in the market, presumably. Presumably you are trying to differentiate yourself uh, in some ways. And the third way you, you can look at, and this is, I think, very advanced, but once a team gets really good at building sunflowers and the whole process, they can do a sunflower on the competitor. So what you then do is try to extract information from industry in any other way you can to act to act like you were a team inside of their company and you're trying to figure out their core competencies. That's, in, in, I think, incredibly advanced and incredibly good. Uh, a well, there's a lot of you know, good, good data for you to then take back to your sunflower, right? Well, it gives you a couple of things. Uh, data, it gives you incredible confidence. When we did a sunflower I did a sunflower on Cisco, who was one of the major competitors, if not the major competitor of Cisco net networks. I discovered, and I was very confident that I had discovered that they did not have any competencies in the wide area networking space. They did not. They didn't understand the, the protocols. They didn't understand how to build the hardware in that space. There's a whole long list of no competencies. They did have extreme competencies in the routing space and the local networks. They were really good. They were off the charts on that. So whatever you're going to be building or proposing, you better steer clear of their core strengths and steer it into the, into the realm of their profound weaknesses. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um... <laughs> So really, you know, a company's ability to survive in the long run is dependent upon their ability to innovate their products. How often should a company be revisiting 
their sunflower, their core competencies, the the products and um, services that they've ideated. Is that something you should do on an annual basis? Um, you know, quarterly, every five years. So if you're having an innovation ideation uh, sessions, you know, I would actually be doing them on a regular monthly uh, basis to see what has changed, if anything, or what opportunities have emerged. That, uh, so I would be doing it quite regular. The other thing I would say is the way of thinking that Sunflower promotes, which is this sort of group collaboration that has a specific way you mine information out of the heads of the group can actually be used on all sorts of decisions. So if you take away the word ideation now and just put the word decisions down, when a team has to decide between A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, the same kind of process that I've talked about with Sunflower can be used, Sunflower can be used there. Um, so once a company gets good at uh, producing sunflowers and the, and the way of thinking, they can utilize it just in their day-to-day decision-making. When you walk into a, a conference room with 10 people and you're charted with coming out with the plan for the XYZ and then erupts all of the possibilities and arguments and et cetera, you could actually take it and, and produce a little sunflower for that decision process. So Rob, I think we're just about out of time today, Um, but this has been a great conversation on ideating, you know, petals and products of sunflower. And of course, you know, the conversation goes on a lot deeper. Um, And next week we're going to be talking about, you know, the decision-making process, building upon what we've been talking about today with ideating. So thank you everyone for watching or for listening today. Um, My name is Andrew Olson. I've been here with Rob Ryan. Uh, You can find us on LinkedIn and Facebook at the Sunflower Academy. You can follow Rob on LinkedIn at Rob Ryan. Um, If you have a question for Rob for one of our upcoming episodes, go ahead and message us on LinkedIn at the Sunflower Academy, and we'll try to get it featured on one of these upcoming episodes. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next time.